It's Megan. It's Morgan. It's Dane. And we're in. I like your radio announcer voice. Is it better than Austin's? I don't know. I'm going to have to make a solid judge about that. I'm going to have to not hold my phone. Otherwise, I'm going to be playing with my pop socket the whole time. I fucking hate you for getting a pop socket. (laughs) I love you, too. You're allowed to talk now. I know. I just, you guys were in a conversation. (laughs) You have the face for radio. Honestly, people have said that I should do radio. I agree. I'm not, again, that's not me tooting my own horn, but like. He didn't get my jab. You have a face for radio. I literally said it and I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) It means you're (laughs) ugly. (laughs) This is what we do, guys. We invite you onto our show to insult you. (laughs) Future guests, just be prepared for just an emotional breakdown. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking before, during, and after. (laughs) Yup. Fuck. So, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I mean, it's May at this point. You better at this point. Uh, I'm going to go ahead right now and say spoilers ahead, but I swear to fucking God, if you haven't seen Endgame yet, it's your own damn fault. Catch up. We, <laughs> in case you haven't guessed yet, we're talking about Endgame today. <laughs> we specifically waited till the end of May to not post this episode to give you fuckers a chance to see it. Yeah. It, uh, took us a a lot of self-restraint to keep our mouths shut. If yep. you haven't already seen it at this point, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Spoilers don't even matter anymore. Like, Th- did this you, is your own fault. Did you miss out on an opportunity? Yeah, you did. 100%. <laughs> like, how you're like, did you? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even get a chance to decide if you did. You did. You did. Sorry. And for those of you that may have listened to our uh, <laughs> birthday episode, uh, at the end of our episode, we slipped in a little beer me out. With hey. Dane. Now he's back for his full yeah. episode. What a what an episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just can't get him to stop talking. You know, I mean, if we ever talk <laughs> about that topic again, I'm going to make sure that I, I say it properly because I just repeated the same thing over and over again. I honestly don't know if I'm ever going to let you talk about that topic on the podcast other than <gasps> in one minute intervals of beer me out. <laughs> <laughs> I have valid points. Make them in 60 seconds. <laughs> You know me. That's impossible. Oh, that's unfortunate. And to be fair, we gave you no warning of what it was yeah. going to be about. I had an idea of what I thought it was. You were so and wrong. And I was wrong. You were so I had, wrong. I had actually, ladies and gentlemen, I actually had written down point form what I thought was going to be the the concept of this beer me out topic. And I thought it was going to be Marvel versus DC. And I made sure that I had In every single point. We're not that cruel. Well, it's funny because I saw his notes and I was like, oh, that's cute. So useless, but cute. <laughs> so you know what? It's the thought that counts. It is. It is. <laughs> I want to put that effort for you in that podcast. I really want to make a sh- make him a shirt now that says "so useless but so cute." Yes. <laughs> that like, can be your gift for being our guest. I like how we keep telling everyone we're gonna get them gifts. And we're, we're how many, pe- how many people have you told? So three, and we've definitely told them, like, what gift we want to give them, uh-huh. and that they will at some point receive a gift. That's the other thing. We, we, we don't say they get it, like, the day of. We just no. say, you'll get it eventually. Eventually. Never eventually. know when it'll but, be. No which basically to. means you're not going to get it. Oh, no, you'll get it. You're going to get it. Hey, a Lannister always pays their debts. Whatever the that, fucking line wow. is. That was bad. <laughs> that was going to be so good. 
Whatever. You it's, tried. It's the thought that counts. What is dead may never die. There you go. That didn't even have anything to do with what we were just talking it about. It was a quote from Game of Thrones. It still had to be relevant. That was properly said. It still had to be relevant. I could say winter's It was coming. relevant to what your quote was. It's still a motto from a house. All right. All right. All right. Let's get into this. <laughs> we are four minutes off track. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Um, so. <laughs> that thing that we talked about for two seconds and haven't mentioned since. <laughs> but first. We have a fun little game to play with Dane. In mm-hmm. case you haven't picked up, uh, <laughs> we have a guest on this week's show. Hi. Yeah. It's Dane. What's up? <laughs> We've been friends with Dane for a while. Uh, Morgan's been friends with Dane for longer, mm-hmm. but whatever. It's a fine. Long <laughs> but whatever. Time. It's fine. He's my drama baby, so it's chill. It's cool. It's chill. Uh, so we have him on this week uh, because he has a resident Marvel guru. Uh, I was going to say Dormammu, and I was like, that's time. That would have been great. <laughs> it would have been great if it worked, but whatever. Um, Dormammu. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> but first. I'm going to say that for that one. As a little icebreaker, uh, um, we've never claimed to be good people. <laughs> <laughs> Just as an icebreaker, uh, I feel like we've mentioned our love for the Always Open podcast at least three or four episodes now. Oh my god! <laughs> Out probably. of the fourteen that we've released so far, we're oh, fifteen sh- now, I guess. Yeah, number fifteen. <laughs> we're shitheads. Um, and they do this game on there called Cupidity. It's not called Cupidity anymore. It's so now, now just speed dating. So now we're allowed to steal it. Yep. And now that they uh, a couple episodes ago, they actually said they made it all the way through all of the questions. So I feel like now this is just you know, it's a game people can play. Yep. So we love you and thank you for inspiring us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and for people that don't listen, to always open. First of all, do it. Do it. Also watch it, it if you want to do the Rooster Teeth extra. Well, no, it's on YouTube actually. Oh, then you can watch it. them on YouTube. It's just they so they're released on Mondays on the website for first members, and then I think it goes onto YouTube Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Oh yeah, and then yeah. they have the after. Yeah, there's yeah. the the post show that you get on. Anyway, anyway this isn't a sponsor. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Rooster Teeth. God damn, do I wish we were sponsored? But by I mean, Rooster if you want to sponsor us, oh my god, <laughs> I would actually die. Sponsor, sponsor my death. <laughs> what? Okay, anyway, anyway. <laughs> people that don't listen to Always Open, <laughs> Cupidity is a game where they take all of the questions that you have to answer for your profile on OkCupid. Okay oh my god. And use them as icebreaker questions. And we're going to give each person 30 seconds to answer as many as they can. It's a good time. Ugh. It's amazing. You're going to get the timer up? Yeah. Sweet. I think oh, you have a yeah. I you know what's funny? What <laughs> did we do last that we needed a timer for on this podcast? Who the fuck knows? Whatever we did it last for, I set a thirty second timer for. I kid you fucking not. Every single timer I have set since then has had an extra thirty seconds on it <laughs> because I never noticed that I have the second set and then I start the timer and it's like ten minutes and thirty seconds and I'm that like, sucks. fine. <laughs> well, fun, fun. Yeah. So that's been a thing for this. My I guess God. that's where that came from. That's kind of nice yep. to know. <laughs> anyway. All right. You ready, Dane? Uh, I guess so. All right. <laughs> Let me know when to start. Ding. <laughs> How many sex toys do you own? None. Wow. After meeting somebody new, is it acceptable to search the internet to find information about them? I would I would want to get to know them first personally instead of just going online. How do you generally feel about people who tend to hug others whom they've just met? It's a hug. Everyone deserves a hug. Do you often find yourself doing things just to say you did them? I don't give in to conformity. 
Lies. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes, of course I do. Could you date someone who loved you with all their heart and whom you liked a lot, ding, 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 ding. but who was <laughs> terrible? Oh, <laughs> like what? Hold wow. on, I'll repeat that. Yeah. Could you date someone who you loved with all their heart and whom li- you liked a lot, but who was terrible? Mm-hmm. That's really vague. It's a little vague. Yeah, it's a little vague. <laughs> I mean, just in general. Well, I mean. Yes or no? I mean, the timer's not going now. I know. <laughs> I just want to know. Well, I mean, if I really love that person and if she loves me, but I know for a fact that it's a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, it's going to benefit both of us if we go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Because for all we know, down the road, you're going to find somebody that's going to be better for you and I'll find someone that's better for me. Call it selfish, but it's just it's kind of a fact when it comes to a to- toxic relationship. No, you're right. Oh, Dane. What a pure voice. Also, I love your. I don't. I don't give in to conformity. <laughs> Lies. What the fuck? Okay. Have no. Have we already told the story about them eating the fucking gems off the cake? Yeah. Cause that's already a thing that our audience is aware of. That you gem did. off the cake. Yeah. Remember that time oh, that I baked no. a cake and put non-edible little gems on it for her birthday, and I told you all they weren't edible and to not eat them. And her and I had a conversation beforehand about how all the boys were going to try and eat them and you weren't going to, but then they were going to call you a pussy for not eating them and you were going to do it anyways. And then you did. What? Also, at Morgan's surprise party when everyone was air humping, was it Connor? Yeah. Everyone was air humping Connor and you just kind of like skirted in and was like, (laughs) I'm going to get in on this because everyone else was doing it. Conformist. Okay. I can give in to conformity to a degree. It's but us. not all the time. He gives into it for us. But cool. when it comes to the group, it's kind of conformity. It's just kind of <laughs> conformity is everywhere. But it just it, it, especially with our group, it just it's it's really prominent. Yep. We're sorry, really dominant. Either way. Either way. <laughs> uh, are you ready, Megan? Uh, yeah, I guess we need a timer again. Right? You're. You bet. You need two more times. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how math works. You all ready? Right. Yep. Are you afraid of death? <laughs> yeah. If an otherwise perfect match gave you an ultimatum to becoming a vegetarian, what would you do? Oh, uh, I mean, probably. Do you kiss on the first date? Yeah. <laughs> do you believe in dinosaurs? I wish Jane got that. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you're performing oral sex on a partner who accidentally farted, how do you think he would react? I'd just laugh. I'm done <laughs> immediately. <laughs> would you ever seriously date someone half your age? Uh, ding ding, the timer stopped. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Why did you just let the timer go off? <laughs> I happened to hit it as it like stopped. Let the timer go off. Uh, ding ding. Ding ding. <laughs> it depends how old I was. Because realistically, unless you're, gosh, what? 12 and a half. What? No, unless you're 28, the person you're dating isn't over the legal age anyways. And then once you're 28, no, wait. 28's 28, 14. 38. 38. You have to be 38 <laughs> to be dating someone of legal age. Yeah. So, like, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Because then even when you're 18, what? No. No. <laughs> no. That's no. Too, that's too much. That's too much. That's too much. Also, I didn't know dinosaurs were something you had to believe in. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I didn't know. Tell the flat earthers that because yeah. they're the ones that don't, are constantly saying. Don't talk on this podcast oh. about flat earthers. Do you know that dinosaurs aren't real? I'm going to start with the first question. Okay. Just fuck off with that, man. <laughs> don't mess around with my potential <laughs> occupation. Oh, boy. True. Yeah, Dane wants to be a paleontologist. Just throwing that out there. Anyway. Okay, you ready? Yep. So Morgan's going to do it now in case people can't tell her voice oh, yeah. apart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Morgan is doing it. Megan is reading it. Okay. 
Uh, go. The first time you have stayed over with a new lover, how would you like them to wake you up? Breakfast? Solid. Nice. Imagine you're walking down the street at night and you hear a cry for help. What do you do? Would you... Oh, wait. Never mind. Keep going. (laughs) I Uh, would help? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What kind of movie would you most likely play a leading part in? Oh, uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) superhero. Cool. How much do you like to be tickled during sex? Never. (laughs) How important is uh? How important is it for you to have the same taste in movies or television programs as your partner? Um, it's like not a deal breaker per se, but we have to like at least like some Some. stuff together because it's fun to watch stuff together. Like, what the fuck are we gonna do if we don't like anything? Yeah, yeah. I wanna watch this. No, that's shitty. But there's Uh, like stuff that Connor likes to watch that like I don't watch, and vice versa. The reason I paused was because after this question, this was here, and I thought it was giving me options, and it's like a turn on, a turn off, or irrelevant, and I was like, what? I don't know what happened there. Oh, maybe some looks part like a of question, question got like cut off. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Honestly, the questions for that website make me laugh. Are ridiculous. Oh my god, amazing! I remember when, um, I guess it was after Kenzie just moved up to Hamilton, and I went up to visit her, and we literally—I don't even know what sparked it. We were like, "Oh, let's make like cupidity dating <laughs> profile." Or, oh my god, cupidity. Okay, Cupid. I had to think about what the fucking site was called. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Cupid dating profiles, like as a joke. Yeah. And then yeah, we were like into it, and we it started asking us the questions. We were like, what the fuck are these questions? This is just funny. Like, I'm just gonna keep answering all these damn questions. And like, then you look at other people's answers, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like literally, there's random questions where it's just like, do you prefer the shapes of a triangle or a circle? And I'm just like, see, like, what not- does this have to do with finding someone see those questions don't but like the questions we just answered i think tell a lot more about oh, someone definitely. than like where'd you grow up what about like you know what i mean like that's actually like the yeah. the important question it's to trying me. to it's trying to compile everything that you can relate to a person yeah. that are somewhat similar but don't have the same kind of questions yeah exactly and you then know. every so often it's like would you fuck your cousin yes <laughs> oh. it always comes back to cousin fucking spoiler alert that's yeah. definitely a <laughs> question alert. John, john snow <laughs> oh that's nephew fucking. Yeah, that's true. Nephew Not fucking. Not cousin fucking. Cousin fucking. Actually. Also, spoilers, lol. That's a yeah. month. FYI. It's a um, year. We're recording this in case it happens to come up. Because I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, how are we going to record an episode about Endgame without, without mentioning uh, Game of Thrones like once at all? True. Uh, for reference, we're recording this between the third and fourth episode of Game of Thrones. <sighs> so we don't know what happens after the battle. Yeah. Just in case that's relevant. Because this episode is being released. After. I guess after the series is done. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my wow. god! That is gonna be <gasps> weird. Three more episodes. Stop. No. So the wait. I'm stop. Uh, yeah, we can't. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We Sorry. Can't. Yeah, no more. Nope. No, that's a wrap on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, end game. So, uh. We're just going to give a quick plot line for people that haven't seen the movie and don't really plan on seeing the movie but want to know what happens or just a recap for people so they remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dane is going to give the recap and we are making him stop at two minutes. So I think if- we're just really like forcing him to expel a lot of information in a short period of time. Well, because if you know Dane, <sighs> unfortunately he rambles. I ramble a lot. Listen, I go on tangents. Guys, if you listen to the the shots from the Her Strength is Strong episode of All Our Friends Talking Afterwards... I would say that everyone else's video clips amounted, or sorry, video clips, audio clips amounted to like seven or eight minutes. Uh, Dane's was over 20. 
It was 20 minutes? It was over 20 minutes. I'm being kind by saying 20. Oh, my God. Editing you? I feel like while you're in the room with us. I am so sorry. It's okay. We literally just gave you questions and let you fucking go bananas. So, I mean, that was our fault. That's why we've learned and we are now giving you time limits. So. (laughs) We are giving you notice and time limits. (laughs) Yes, we've learned. Yes. We were like, this will be fun. And then we were like, oh. Maybe fun not. for everyone else. <laughs> not editing Mugen not, Megan. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. 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 Nice. Wow. Wow. You guys have been, that's the second time in this recording that you've been in sync. It happens. Yeah. A lot. A lot more now. <laughs> anyway. You ready? Yep. Okay. One, two, three, go. Time travel. <laughs> Bro, you gotta give a whole plot thing. That's the plot. It's time travel. Are you kidding me right no, now? No, I'm not. That's that's the shortest you're gonna get. Cause if I go, if I go I longer cannot. than that, I okay. am going to go. So I guess we'll just do it. <laughs> Are you for real? I'll I'll if you want I'll do it again if you, you have want. To. I'm fucking dead. We're leaving it in, but you gotta give us more. Okay, okay. Do you, you want me? To, do you want us reset it, or do you want me to just go now? Just go now. Now okay. you have a minute twenty seconds. All right, so. After the catastrophic event of Infinity War, the Avengers are in a loss. And now it's up to them to find something new. And then they need to go back in time and save what was lost. And what was lost. And, and what they loved and what was lost. Okay. Thanos is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not making any sense. What? <laughs> Okay, fam, strap in. Oh my god! For like fifty seconds here. Stop I that hate time. I have a time Stop limit. Timer. Dave, you shut the fuck no. up for a minute. We're you, doing this. You shut your mouth. Huh. So the you Avengers, had your chance. Fine. I'm the, happy. The Avengers assemble. We're fucking. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Fuck. Hey. Burned down. Holy shit. Do you know all I'm picturing is those things that you used in science that made the fire like like, Oh my god, yes. And they just like use that somehow (laughs) to get it started and then the sparks hit and it set on fire. Oh Oh, lord. Alright, well, we should probably get back to recording. Yeah, sorry, I just wanted to call you. Yo. Yeah. Love you. Love you too. I love you. <laughs> Fuck you! Di- didn't even finish your day. No, I was hanging up as he said oh, it. I thought he hung up in the middle of his own. No, I was no. literally like hanging up as Dane said that. And I was like, oh no. You know, the best part is that when he says "fuck you, Dane," that's his form of <laughs> saying you, "I love Dane. you too." Yeah, I just love how straight face. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, anyway. Oh, fuck, okay. All right. 
so you Endgame. tell the plot line of Endgame now. Okay, so they started <laughs> off and they're like, well, half the people are dead. We got to find Thanos and kill him. They figure out where he is. They go to him and he's like, ha ha motherfuckers. I destroyed the fucking stones. Deal with it. And then fucking Thor rampages in and cuts his head off. And he's like, I aim for the head that time. And then I turn to Morgan in the movie theater and go, we're 10 minutes in. Where do we go oh from here? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So- <laughs> Shush. So the next, I'm like, however being... long is just everyone, like, recovering. Uh, you jump five years. Fucking Cap's running. Like, a support group for it that breaks my heart. Nat's trying to, like, keep everyone together. It's a whole thing. Everyone's sad. <laughs> fucking the van fucking ant-man's science van is just in a storage thing somewhere the real mvp of this movie of the whole universe really a rat comes along Uh and presses some doohickey buttons on the thing and gets ant-man back from the quantum verse ant-man goes back to fucking cap and natalie and is like yo guys we could totally do this and they're like you're crazy and he's like time heist and they're like you know what sounds good yep (laughs) so then they go to tony i love they're like who can figure this out and me and morgan were like Banner, and then they go to Tony first. And we're like, but why? <laughs> Just go to Banner. <laughs> so they go to Tony. Tony's got a daughter. It breaks her heart. Tony tells him to fuck off because it's too dangerous. They leave. Then Tony's all like, science, 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 and does it anyways. Fucking screams in in his audio like, what's up? And in the meantime, we've met uh, Professor Hulk, who is a beautiful combination of Bruce Banner Woo-hoo. and the Hulk. It is the most majestic part of that movie, in my mm-hmm. opinion. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, he's all excited about having clothes that fit. So, yes, I was very like, where the fuck did he buy did he these clothes? clothes? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, extra large. Uh, so they all roll back to the fucking Avengers base. They're trying to figure out time travel. It's not going great. Tony rolls up like, I fucking got it. They test it. It works. They're like, cool. We can like probably make this work. We have enough fucking pim car- particles to do this once. We gotta like split up. There's certain spots like in the world where the stones are in history where we can find them without completely destroying time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, let's do it and hope for the best. So then they all split off on their time heist adventures. <sighs> I'm not going to get super into that. No, nope. yeah. Everything goes crazy. Something unexpected. You're like, oh, it's a time heist. Okay. And then just shit goes awry as it does. Of course, Thanos comes, Thanos comes back and they end up fighting him for the stones. It's a whole thing. They won. It's heartbreaking. I We're going to get into the rest of it later. But yeah. essentially, the rest of the movie is them traveling through time, trying to collect the stones and uh, coming to a point where they then need to use the stones yep. to save the world. How fitting. I would like to point out that Megan did that in under two minutes. Good job. I'm pretty proud. <laughs> Good job, dude. Silk it. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I'll give you this. I would probably go on a tangent, but you did a good job. It was perfect. Time travel. Time travel. <laughs> Honestly. That's time heist. Honestly, when they were like time heist, I was like, that's amazing. So good. Time heist. So good. Time heist. There were so many perfect moments in this movie. And oh, it was my just, God. Oh, you know, it's, it's weird. Like, I, a lot of people, sorry, a lot of people have moments where they say, like, literally with Chance, when he said that Infinity War, for him, was a better film than Endgame. And it's interesting to say because even though it's a two-parter, it, they're very different films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very different films. Um, I, I wouldn't even technically say it's a two-parter. It's just like you can't – Endgame doesn't make any sense if you don't watch Infinity War. Yeah. And vice versa, right? Like it's, it's you need to – one goes with the other, but I wouldn't say it's like part one, part two. Yeah. Because they're just so different. Very different. And also, I kind of like that we had this conversation like across the living room without anyone else actually noticing I think Chance kind of had a good point with it where a lot of people expected Endgame to be way more, like, intense and crazy and, like, action-packed and stuff than uh, 
important than Infinity War, but like it's not. Infinity no. War was the climax. Like if you've ever written a story, it goes up and up and up until the climax. You get to the climax, and then it's yeah. solving the problem. The ending, beginning, inciting incident, and then it spirals down to a conclusion. Exactly. Yeah. If no one's seen that slope, we'll post it. But I think I'm also gonna draw a slope that I think Infinity War and Endgame was because it made as its much own. as much as it was <clears throat> like it's supposed to be like this, I think Endgame was like boop boop boop. Yeah. Straight like, across for a while. It was straight. It a- kept it up. It kept the it kept up action up for a long time. Like it, I thought it was. Mm. And even when it wasn't action, it was like suspenseful, like conversations or you're just like you're literally sitting there with them after the whole five years just like where do they go from here that really surprised me yeah mm-hmm. um, five years five years you I know it's shocked. and it's weird because again i i tried to especially when it came to infinity war and endgame i was avoiding as much theories and spoilers mm-hmm. as much as possible for sure. And I remember somebody saying, oh, there's going to be potential time travel or there's going to be a big gap. And I'm just like, you know what? I'll, I'll believe it when I if I see it, you know. And mm-hmm. when I saw the when it showed five years later, I'm like, wow. So they've been through this whole for ordeal five for five years. years. And, you know, it for each individual character, it takes a toll on them, understandably, because mm-hmm. this is the first time. It's weird because the Avengers, they have lost battles, but they've always overcome those flaws. But this time, it, they lost everything. Yeah, and even when they do lose, it's not like a full-on loss. It's like a slide back, re-prepare. Okay, why did we slide back the first time? All right, let's overcome that. Like, it was yeah. never like a full-on loss. Yeah. Whereas this one was like, they lost first, and then they lost again. Yeah. Like. And, I mean, <clears throat> I, what I really loved about that five-year uh, length was the fact that we got to see how differently it affected each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one that really broke my heart was um, was Hawkeye, because he trans he transitioned to the identity of Ronan, and a lot of people don't know much about the Ronan character, like Brent. Yeah, you got me with this. Yeah, so so Ronan essentially he's like this. He's a, it's an identity that was originally I believe Hawkeye had dawned and then someone else just took it after he went back to being Hawkeye in the books and again it's just like it's a dark place kind of identity you know it's just yeah. it and it and I remember thinking to myself okay so Barn isn't in the first part and I had a feeling that if he was going to become Ronan that it would have to be for the fact that his family was killed by the snap and oh, sure enough you see it Oh my god. That was just the worst way to open the movie. I was gonna say, can we just talk about the fact, like, okay, so Infinity War started, like, right out the gate. It was in the ship, all that was going on. It literally started, and the second it showed Clint with his family, I was like, no. Yeah. They stop right now. And just the way that, like, he was in the field with them, and then just, they were gone. And I was like, I can't imagine, because everyone else was involved in what was going on, and he was just... Outside of it, not knowing what the fuck happened. So, yeah, we'll- they just left. So he's probably, like, I was going through his thoughts, and he's probably thinking, like, what just happened to my family? Did they get kidnapped? Like, are yeah. they hiding? Is this a trick? Like, what yeah. is happening right and so, now? And so, like, immediately going on a rampage. And I'm sure he found out pretty quickly what, what happened. happened. Well, yeah, yeah. But still. What made it eerie, too, was the fact that whenever, when the snap happened, and you see people disintegrate, but the way that the camera that. would pan each time <sighs> they were gone... It'd just be dust, and it'd yeah. be pin drop quiet, and that's eerie. That's, you know? yeah, and the fact that the the whole dusting thing, like, there's no noise, like, it just happens. Oh, it broke my heart, man. Well, and I also really liked how 
with the five year time jump, like mm-hmm. it was almost like a dystopic like world. Yeah, which like I wasn't expecting. People had to ad- adapt to what happened and deal with it. And but, like, five years later, people still haven't dealt with it. But not even like I understand that aspect. But even like the world almost looked like apocalyptic. Like yeah. it looked like things were run down and like boats not... were connected to the. To the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and- literally. I'm well, like, I wasn't expecting that. Well, okay. So I, I read a bunch of articles and I kind of actually freaked out about this because everyone was like, why is the world still so like post-apocalyptic five years later? Like they couldn't get their shit together. And I'm like, guys, half of the world, like any occupation that's needed to run any of those boats, any people who were in cars that just disappeared, those cars are there now. They can't move them. Yeah. So like any kind of big transport vehicle like that, like they're stuck there now. Anyone who was on a boat and, like, was being driven anywhere on that boat and the pilot happened to just... They're stranded in the middle of the ocean. You know, Any, like, businesses, like, they can't run anymore because half their staff is gone. And, like, you got, and you got to think of it, too, that... Kinda I don't like think the, people are in the mood to be repopulating either. Yeah. So, like... Mm, you got to think of it, yeah. too, that I think what makes this event even worse is that it's kind of like a Baron Zemo situation, like what happened with Ultron, where Zemo... Zemo's very different. <laughs> in the film than he is in the books. Um, just to give it a short premise. Uh, Helmut Zemo is the son of Baron Zemo and Baron Zemo was Captain America's one of his big enemies. Mm. And during their battles, Baron Zemo was killed. So his son, Helmut Zemo took up the mantle and wanted and just hated Captain America for the fact that he killed his dad and he wanted to make a perfect race and yada, yada, yada. Um, and they changed it very, they changed it up with that franchise, having it, him be a, a soldier from Sokovia and losing his family because mm-hmm. of the event in Ultron. And I think it'd be interesting that they can do kind of the same way with Endgame that some families don't get what they want and they lose everything. Mm-hmm. And you got to think mentally, depending on a person's circumstance, how that's going to change them. Yeah. And again, I mean, I know that's kind of copying what Zemo said about how people depend on the Avengers and they didn't, from his point of view, didn't do anything. They just kind of did their job and sort off, you yeah. know? And, oh, man, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, I, whenever I talk about Infinity War and Endgame, it leaves a very big mark. Oh, yeah. You know, like, the first Avengers was a good, like, opening. Like, wow, this is awesome. Like, we're going to have a franchise like this that's going to stretch for God knows how long. LOL. Ultron was, like, a good sequel, but it was like, wow, okay, cool. We're going to have villains like this. And, but these L- two films you know. are just like, people thought like, oh man, we're going to be, we're, we're not emotionally prepared for it, but we're going to try to be prepared for it. And these movies just were just like, oh, you know your emotions? You don't have them anymore. Fuck them. No. You know, like it was, it was gone, you know? Yeah. And both times with Infinity War and, and Endgame, I walked out speechless. Every yep. time. <laughs> I watched it. I walked out speechless the second time on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I almost spoiled the end of uh, Infinity War for people in the movie theater. Fuck. When we fucking okay, so when we left Infinity War, we all went as a group, and for once, either I didn't have to go to the bathroom, or like we were out of the bathroom first for some reason. I don't remember. But Morgan and I were literally just standing there talking about Infinity War, and I didn't really say anything spoilery, but then I mentioned that. Spider-Man, who I thought was the one safe character, like, died. And yeah. I was literally screaming about it. And to any of our friends, like, from St. Catharines, who know the St. Catharines movie theater, the bathrooms are literally right next to where you line up to see movies. 
And Morgan just, like, spins me around, and I turn around to face a line of people waiting to see Infinity War. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Please tell me you didn't hear me. Because, like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeepers. I definitely thought they were going to, like, bring out their pitchforks I and thought start they were going to mock me. Like, oh, yeah. I looked at them, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, no. This is the day I die. Yeah, pretty much. Another character that I really liked, um, again, like you mentioned, uh, Hulk. Professor Hulk. I loved that. Um, oh my god! Because I actually love the fact that they are doing another personality. Um, I love that he came out of Infinity War, realizing that like trying to suppress the Hulk that whole time was what kind of got him into that yeah. thing with not being able to bring him out. And he was like, "I should have just accepted him." And I was like, "This is the one like <laughs> good." development from this fucking poor little Bruce Banner's just like man I gotta accept myself for who I am literally what, <sighs> what I found what I find Bruce Banner as a character interesting is that he suffers from associative identity disorder yeah and I mean it's not just Hulk in there there's different aspects there's oh, the yeah. gray Hulk there's there's the Hulk that we know which is the uh uh crap just the green Hulk but see, um, <laughs> the movie doesn't really go over the other Hulks, though, right? It just no. kind of goes out. Yeah. I know that they originally wanted to do the Great Hulk for Age of Ultron when he loses his shit um, yeah. with yeah. the a Hulkbuster. Mm-hmm. But they cut it out during the post just to say that he was just possessed by uh, Scarlet Witch's magic. But it was cool seeing Professor Hulk. The one thing I think would be really cool for the future for Hulk is that um, I, I, I like the fact that Bruce has his intelligence, but he has the physicality of the Hulk. So Hulk is, from what I've been seeing, it looks like Hulk is just kind of sitting in the back seat in mm-hmm. his subconscious. And um, I would personally love to see that decrease over time. That it's yeah. not going to be, a, it's going to be a temporary thing. Yeah. And that maybe when Hulk comes back out, it's an entirely different Hulk. It's a Hulk That'll that, be cool. Yeah, it's a Hulk that um, has felt like he's been in there for too long because in Thor Ragnarok he he was Hulk for two years mm-hmm. and Banner wasn't there Holy, yeah and that I, I I think that's what's tragic about the both of them is that they both need each other to survive mm-hmm. yeah because Banner I mean Hulk needs Banner because if Banner dies he dies yeah but but also like Banner can't die he can't die because I mean Hulk will stop him but see that's the other thing so can he naturally die or he's just gonna live yeah, forever. He can he can naturally die. There was a book called uh, it was a, it was a standalone Hulk book, and it's a possible future where um a nuclear bomb hits the world and everybody dies except for Hulk because he's gamma radiated. <gasps> oh my god! My yeah, so all the superheroes, Spider Man, Wolverine, they <gasps> all die. Everyone's gone. Hulk is the only living thing on Earth left. Oh, and Banner. <laughs> Is 102 years old. Wow. And he, and that's because of the increased gamma radiation inside him and and Hulk's resistance to die. Mm -hmm. Um, And eventually, uh, Banner does die of old age. But what happens, it's it's the worst way because Hulk is Hulk, but Hulk feels Banner die. (gasps) So does Hulk live on? Does Banner die? So. It leaves off with Hulk knowing that eventually he's gonna die, mm. and it and it ends with him saying, "All Hulk's all his life, all Hulk wanted was to be left alone, and now he's left <gasps> alone." Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. 
drop emotional heartstrings. Like it's it's a heavy book. Well, so back to Endgame. I was gonna say I'm just glad that Professor Hulk is in Endgame. Yeah. Um, Happy little Professor. So Hulk. my nitpick with one of my nitpicks um, is with Thor. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. So <laughs> I think okay. that's kind of a universal nitpick. Yeah. yeah. So what I do like about the the development was I like the fact that. Thor is there, but even through the whole movie, he isn't there. Yeah. Like, he's he's a broken man. Like, he's broken down. Mm-hmm. And even when he has his people, he still feels that he failed them to a degree. And he couldn't even stop the one thing that he thought he could because at that point it was too late because mm-hmm. Thanos had already destroyed the stones. Yeah. So it was irrelevant to do anything. And it, when, he, when he decapitated Thanos and everyone's like, what did you do? It actually gave me chills when Thor was like, I went for the head yeah. and he walks off because it's that broken like yeah I did it this time and it didn't do anything I, I like that mentality I, it literally I got chills too and I was just shocked when he was like because he he's just been living in so much fury he's lost everything at this point literally everything yeah and then to go see Thanos again I don't blame him for wanting to kill him but like it didn't do anything yeah so it didn't bring anything back and that's what spirals <sighs> him into what he turned into Endgame. And and then here comes the problem with it. Um, <laughs> the physicality of him. What the fuck happened? You know, like, I mean, okay, I get it. You lost half your people. Half the universe is gone. You feel responsible. I completely get it. And you're going to drink yourself to death for that because that's heavy shit to take. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I understand that I I understand that the writers were trying to make it a little familiar for younger audiences was like with the whole Fortnite aspect and everything. But I just kind of found it a little too cheesy. Um and I felt that the too much of a chubby aspect was a bit much, you know. And I get that he was trying to look like Odin. You know, it's like a a heavier Odin. I don't even think it was supposed to be But an Odin I just reference. I would have been fine if they didn't maybe if he bulked up or maybe if he just but the thing didn't is, look too like it looked fake. He wouldn't have bulked up though because he's just he was depressed. He was depressed. But my thing, I was surprisingly okay with the gut. I thought it was pretty funny at um, first. Are your legs seizing up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're at forty minutes. Who was nice. right? Okay. Um, I thought it was pretty funny right at first. Um, it's just when they kept plugging it throughout the movie and like, I thought maybe like he'd have the gut and then once he's decided to fight, maybe he'd like stop drinking or he'd stop being like by like the midpoint where they are actually in Asgard and he's just like whining and still literally and fucking rockets like, dude, we got to do this shit. And he's just like, I don't want to. I'm like, Hey, you're really pissing me off right now. Why would you agree to go here if you're just going to sit there and whine? Yeah. Like, I really like that he got to talk to his mom and his mom like smacked some sense into him, but it doesn't even really seem annoying. like that sense really makes it all the way through, though. No. Yeah. That's the problem. And the other thing is, is like, kind of like what you said earlier, like, he's a god who's never lost before, and now all of a sudden he's lost, and he's lost everything. Yeah. And there's so much going on with that that you could show. Like, everyone- And they made it a fat joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone- and I'm like, at first that's fine, but like, like when they keep replaying it. it and then, like, drop the big Lebowski reference and, like, yeah. all this. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's a pretty old trope that you're quoting. Yeah. yeah. The big Lebowski is funny because the big Lebowski came out in, like, the 90s, 2000s. Yeah. yeah. It's 2019. Like, I mean, 
and that's the thing. Like everyone lost a lot, but Thor lost a lot. His mother everything. died. His father died. His brother. His half brother is gone. Yeah. His half his people are his gone. His best friend. His best friend is mm-hmm. dead. His planet's gone. Asgard is a pile of rubble. Mm-hmm. They like, are a fishing village now. <laughs> yeah, like he lost yeah. a lot. Which also his sister's dead, but she was evil. Can we touch base on a second? For how the fuck did all the Asgardians get onto Earth to this fishing village? When their plate, when their ship was destroyed, oh, was it not? No. Okay. So those they, aren't as the Russo, No. The, yeah. They are. They are. The Russo brothers said that it's the, the other half of the people that live. Yeah. The Russo brothers said that uh, in the opening of Infinity War, when you see the Asgardians being killed by the children of Thanos, that was only like a portion of them. A few of them actually escaped before Thanos oh. and everybody. Oh. Yeah. That's why Valkyrie wasn't okay. there because Valkyrie was getting everybody out. Yeah. Literally, when she showed up in that movie, I was like, wait a minute, was she even in Infinity? What the fuck? Yeah. All right, I guess that makes sense. You know, I mean, okay. Um. But see, with the Thor thing, it's like, like I said, I didn't even mind the gut. It's just they they just needed to knock it down a notch. Just a notch. Take it back a notch, and then it wouldn't have been so cheesy. It would have actually been, like, emotional. And there could have been so many other things that they could have layered over top of it to accentuate it and not make it just like, I ate a bunch of food because I was sad. It didn't really help that the... (laughs) That there was false advertisement for what we thought Thor was gonna look like too. Well, that I don't. But really that's think that's, that's just false advertisement. advertisement. That's I want to punch every single person that puts too much into trailers. They edit them. Oh they change God. them so much. Trailers mean nothing. Yeah, that's anymore. why I don't watch them. Every time that people are like, "Oh, Thor wasn't shown as fat Thor in the trailers," I'm like, "Oh, because then it would have ruined the whole fucking." Oh no! Joke. Like I'm not talking the context of the trailer. I just mean like in like. No, but, like, that's not false advertising if they can't give away a big plot point of the movie. Yeah. It's not like they were like, hey, he's definitely not fat the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. That would be false advertising. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm not really, uh, trailers, t- they sh- they punt- push out, like, three trailers for a specific film, no, and each trailer <laughs> shows, like, uh, too much, but anyway. No, I was going to say, I usually don't watch, I watch the first trailer yeah, that's, that's release, released, and that I don't watch any yeah. of the other ones. I did watch each one for Endgame just because I was so, 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 yeah. so pumped. Yeah. I said it like six times. So, I was so, so pumped. pumped. <laughs> um, but they actually didn't give much away. Like, yeah. all the trailers no, were good. It so. was really good. I honestly think Marvel did a really, really good job of not only keeping a lot of stuff under wraps for this movie, but also letting Captain Marvel have its spot because they didn't release yeah. any kind of PR shit until after Captain Marvel was out. Yeah. Their big push was Captain Marvel up until that point. Another oh, yeah. thing I'm really happy about was they didn't do I mean, and this isn't me being rude about the character. I am happy they didn't do too much with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like they, they that it wasn't like reliant yeah, on her. They put mm-hmm. enough in her that was needed. Yeah. yeah. Like especially in the final battle. And her fucking haircut. D- yeah, that and that's rad. the thing. That haircut's rad. When I saw that haircut, I'm like, that's from the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's from the books. Oh my god, I was so happy. Yes. It's not even funny. It is funny. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm happy that Listen, And you Dave, understand we why decide she decide what's funny. <laughs> Like I'm happy that we understand where she is. Like, mm-hmm. like again, like she's fucking Captain Marvel. She needs to be around the galaxy. She can't. She can't exactly just stay around Earth. Yeah. Like, there's other Earth planets that have a and lot of problems. She brought up a really good point too. Is that I feel like a lot of our focus of the event is on Earth. This is the whole universe that this happened in. Yeah. 
So, like, this whole dystopian five years later shit is happening everywhere. Everywhere. That's, everywhere. That's actually a nitpick that I had, though, that I think the reason everyone is focusing on Earth is because Thanos was specifically focusing yeah. on Earth. Because yeah. he had this huge beef with the Avengers, so he was like, this is your planet, this is going to happen to your planet. And everyone he else is just yeah. getting fucked, like, because of it. He <laughs> didn't really specify that, like, the whole universe, like, I knew, but for people not really paying attention, yeah. it wasn't, there was like, a couple, like, throw it to, like, oh, the whole universe, and you're like, yeah, but the universe is the Earth, right? <laughs> No, silly human. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Thanos as a whole, I mean, he is by far one of my favorite villains when it comes to a, an ideology. Oh, I can't even. Um, because, I mean, again, whenever I talk to people about what he did, what he did, I would always ask them, now, from, from your point of view, was he right or was he wrong? You know? And he's thinking it from a nihilistic perspective. You know? I hate that word. I know, I know. But... <laughs> I know. But I again like I I think it's interesting to think that he really believed that resources were finite because of how much overpopulation there was around the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, Which like he's not completely wrong. He's not wrong, but he We are isn't... overpopulated and for us to have like less kids and stuff would probably help us out like yeah. a lot, but it doesn't mean you need to kill half the people that are already here. Yeah. <laughs> like like uh, he has just so many memorable quotes. Like literally when when Gamora was like, you don't know that. And I love how he's just like, I'm the only one who knows that. Or at least I'm the only one with the will to act on it. I'm like, Jesus, man. He's one like, of those villains where it's like, I really want to hate you. Like, hate the fuck out of you. But like, I can kind of see where you're coming from. He has from. valid points. Like, you're going about it in a really awful way. But like, I can see where you're thinking you're doing a good thing. Yeah. And no no villain wants to be the villain. No. Every no. villain thinks they're the hero in the story. Look at Killmonger. He, he's the hero from his point of view. He's the hero for his story. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's another one of my favorite villains. Yeah. Um, but uh, the concept of time travel in this movie. Gosh. Um. So yeah, I had to. the The whole aspect of it, because <laughs> I love how the film kind of jabs at people thinking what time travel really is, and I know it's the Marvel universe's aspect of what time travel is, and I love how Hulk he or Banner when he says like. When you travel to the past, that past becomes your future, mm-hmm. and your current present becomes your past. Yeah, you know, so it's interesting to think that when they go to the past, that's their future. But for the person's perspective in that point in time, that's their present. Yeah, you know, and and I like the fact that um, even though they were going to take the stones back to our time, mm-hmm. that because of that, that was going to create an alternate timeline in different points yeah. in the MCU timeline. Um, Again, with Loki, in, in that <laughs> alternate timeline, he takes the Tesseract <laughs> instead of just having it be brought to Asgard. And, like, where the frick is he? I Guys, don't know. no, they officially announced the, the spin-off Loki series is yeah. Loki. Yo, We're getting a Loki spin-off series. I'm so fucking There's apparently happy. A, a Falcon and, and Winter Soldier series coming. I'm Good. so happy. And uh, apparently a uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision series. Don't, don't fuck with me like that. I'm not fucking <laughs> with you like that. Uh, Honestly, uh, though, I don't I don't really see the point for a Scarlet Witch and Vision show because I kind of... Stop. You're kicking the table. Oh, sorry. My apologies. It's all um, good. I just stopped moving and I was like... <laughs> I, uh, I kind of want to ha- keep Vision dead. See, I would uh, be down for a Scarlet Witch and um, her dead brother... Quicksilver, yeah. yeah, Quicksilver and yeah. Scarlet Witch. I would Their be pre-story. so down yeah. for that. Yeah. I need more of them. I actually realized the potential for Quicksilver. Yeah, I know. Before um, watching Endgame, me and Connor watched all of the other movies like in chronological order. Yeah, 
and uh, rewatching like when Scarlet Witch was like introduced and stuff. I'm like, I literally want to be Scarlet Witch. Like, if I had to choose a superpower in it real would be life, Scarlet oh, Witch. she has it the... would be Scarlet Witch's power. Hers is the yeah. best, the best yeah. ever. I think. I mean, I, I like how they were able to create her character in the MCU because, again, the comic perspective is very different, different yeah. uh-huh. because they don't. No offense to Marvel, they had no fucking clue what they were going to do with those characters. Yeah. No. Because the first thing they said was that they were Magneto's children. Mm. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> because Quicksilver whoa. actually looks a lot <laughs> like Magneto. Yeah. Whoa. And then they said, oh, no, they're not Magneto's children. They're part of the High Evolutionary. And, and they're just a – High Evolutionaries are just super beings. Okay. okay? Don't matter. But it don't matter because it's just <laughs> – it's I don't know. You're it's too so, white to say don't matter. Don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> oh god. But it's so convoluted, and I I like the fact they're just like, listen, we don't have the rights to the X Men yet, so let's just make them be experiments from the Mind Stone. Hmm. Yep. You know, which I thought was easier. Do you have any other points? Tony. Okay. And Cap. <sighs> So... Okay, we need to pre- hold on. <laughs> we need to preface this with the listeners. Okay, I was gonna say I have had to explain this to so many people at my work as to why I'm so fucking devastated yeah. over this movie. So, and the other thing that I've realized too is like, so I don't. You're not really into the comics much, Moog. I'm. Well, Dane. Yeah, Dane has told me a lot about the comics and specifically like what happens in Captain America's comics and stuff. But like we personally never read them and like had that connection. So Dane has like read the comics, has that connection with them. I personally feel like I have that relationship with the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like this series means mm-hmm. so much to me. And <sighs> this is gonna get rough, guys. Are yeah. you already crying? Maybe. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Okay. No, but this is what I wanted to preface with yes. the listeners. So, so this series is like ten years long. We're twenty five now. Mm. So this, I'm twenty four, bitch. I'm twenty three. Started when we were like in our twenty, er, sorry, in our 13, 14. So like we were young, young little babes. We lads. When this started. And, like, I, I mean, we all started watching it separately, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then through high school and through our friendship, this is going to sound really gay. <laughs> <laughs> but we all very much personally identified with characters from the MCU. And not even just like, oh, I feel like I am this character. Like, we exhibit characteristics of these people. Like, I am Tony Stark. Morgan is. And as I am Steve Rogers. Mm. I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. Uh, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Oh, oh we, uh, we, we're using fake names. I um, <laughs> I'm Spider Man. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bitch. And if you didn't get that, Dane Spider Man. Yeah, Dane it's... actually was always Spider Man. Like even before we started always identifying so with the characters. Funny. Oh my fucking god! And we used to harp on him for not being part of the Avengers all the oh time. Oh my god! It and like i feel like this is another reason why the tony character speaks to me so hard because dane came into our friends group when he was just a wee little babe and i like adopted him as my little drama son and now tony has adopted peter as his superhero son and they break my heart (sighs) i lost my balls when spider-man died yeah well yeah so did tony i was so done actually watching infinity war i didn't cry until peter died I, I was holding it together. Like, I had those, like, single tears. Those, like, okay, like, yeah. I can't hold this back. The second that he was like, sir, 
I don't feel so good. Yeah. I lost it. Like I was sobbing. It you, was so gross. You know what's messed up to think about? It's Ugh. it's messed up to think about the reason why Peter took a while to disintegrate was because <laughs> his spider sense warned him of it and also his willpower to not want to die. I can't. I can't you with know? that fucking shit. Anyway. And, but no, again, like I, I went into it thinking that like Tony and, and Cap and everybody were going to be injured or killed in the first part. And it, it just said, fuck my, 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 my anticipations. And when I heard that, it hurt me. I honestly, it hurt me. I never go into a movie like that thinking anyone is safe. I thought he was safe. Yeah, same. Because he was so fresh he in the franchise. Just introduced and he was into bringing it. so much to the series. I was like, there's no way they're going to kill off Peter and not have him in the next movie. Well, and the same with and Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. And Doctor Strange. Oh, my God. See, Doctor Strange oh. I could see because they were after the Time Stone, but Black yeah. Panther. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So, like, that, and I feel like that's the other reason that Infinity War just shook so many people because, like, as much as Endgame wasn't expected, we expected the unexpected. Now yeah. we were like, we we can't expect anything from this. Yeah. From what happened before, we're just we're all too fucked up about it now. I don't want to place any expectations on it because I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. But see, with Tony <sighs> and Endgame specifically, um, first of all, Megan mentioned he has a daughter. His daughter's name is Morgan. Yeah. I'm <laughs> toasted over that. Toasted. I have been stuck in a toaster. <laughs> And grilled for however long. And Do you actually get grilled in a toaster, Megan? I don't know if it's like grilled. I, I wanted to I say I got toasted. toasted. <laughs> Cooked. <laughs> Wait, crisped. I got crisped on no. the outside. My inside is still all squishy <laughs> and human-like, but my outside is just crispy. You know, crunch. I actually crunch. really like that Pepper got her suit because uh, she gets her suit in the books. And I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the name in the books. I'm not a fan of the name. It's, it's rescue. Bye. Like <laughs> anyway. Well, at least that's her last appearance in a movie. Yeah, anyway. unfortunately, that's uh, anyway. That's her last appearance. Um, but with Tony and Endgame, um, it was like five years later. He finally settled down uh. with Pepper Potts. He had his daughter, and he loved his life. They're in this little cabin in the woods, and then they come to him for help, and he's like, "You know what? Like, I cannot lose what I have now. And I like, completely get what it. What happened is done, and I've moved on from it. You guys should too, if you want." stay for dinner you want any other help cool i can't yeah. i can't do this yeah It'd then be... he does it anyway yeah and i just i love oh god that scene where he's trying to figure it out and his daughter's on the staircase and she's like yeah dad like just figure it out and he's like what are you up to little miss yeah <laughs> like, oh, they're that's perfect a... he's just such a good dad he's such a good dad yeah <laughs> juicy pops that's extortion like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You literally, that would be you with a child. Yeah. As I was watching it, I was like, this is me yeah. as a parent. Yeah. This is 100% me as a parent. Literally, yeah. that would be you being like, it's not a competition or anything, but she loves me 3,000. 3,000. Oh, fuck me up with that. Stop. Fuck me up. <sighs> anyway. Or like that she never wears anything I buy her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. So yeah, the fact that he like figured oh. it out, finally decided to help, but the one thing that he wanted if he helped was to not lose what he had. And that was his stipulation, was he was like, I will go oh. back to help gain what we have lost, but I cannot lose anything that I have gained. Yeah. And, and he lost everything. And he lost everything. And you know, and it's weird, because we were talking about this the other day. If Doctor Strange had told him 
at that moment, it wouldn't have happened. No. Oh. And okay. So hold on, we need to go over that. So <gasps> yes. for people that haven't seen it, Doctor Strange in Infinity War saw the one time that we all won. So he knows the one way that we are all going to come back. Yeah. So in the battle scene, um, they're like Doctor Strange and Tony cross paths. And Tony's like, is this it? Is this the way? And he goes, I can't tell you. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, if I tell you what happens, it won't happen. And there are people that believe that he could have told him what would happen and it still would have happened but me dane and megan firmly believe it firmly wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened tony would put his family first the way that they win is tony actually using the gauntlet and snapping and it's too powerful oh. for him and he dies he dies there is no way that he would have chosen to lose all that unless it was a right in the minute and i actually when we were talking about this we got the other pretty day heated <laughs> well i i compared it to harry potter where yeah. it's like dumbledore didn't tell him all that time that he had to be the one to die at the end because it's one thing to do it in the heat of the moment and to know it's for everyone else's the better good but yeah. to to know that it's for like nothing or you're gonna to, hesitate it's different it's you you that courage is something you need to have right in the split in second. that moment because... and like it's not even necessarily saying that he's not a good enough person to no. do it because he absolutely is. He is. But like that, oh, Tony's been fucked up about all this since the first Avengers. Since yeah, he had that vision. He Six knew, years. He knew what was coming. Yeah, and that's what he wanted to avoid. And well, then he got his family, and he's like, "If I go back and do this, I can end up on that vision path and not where I am right now." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, if I do that, I can then set my family on that path, too. And I think that's the other thing is, like, not so much that he couldn't lose his family. It's that his family couldn't lose. Yeah. Pepper and Morgan could not lose. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's and a then lot. when Pepper and him are talking about it, when he's trying to solve it, and she's like, yeah, you know, like, you could leave it and we could have a great life and whatever. And you could live with yourself. But could you rest? Like, yeah. would you be able to rest? Would you be able to handle it? And then at the end, she's like, you can rest now. I'm like, oh, oh God. God. Um, I had something to say about Tony specifically about this whole I love you 3000 line. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen, but it's been officially announced that that wasn't the original line. What was oh, the original God, this line? was the line that you were talking about. Uh, the original line was, um, I love you tons. I love you tons and tons. Robert Downey Jr. brought in I Love You 3000 because that's something he says to his real-life children. <gasps> no! Yup! No! <laughs> yeah. Oh, my heart! This fucking movie! I Stop! I know. Uh, it's awful. You know what I was happy about? Hmm. Steve got a happy ending. <sighs> no, but it, it was happy, but it still wasn't at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was so heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, I can already see you're tearing up. Do we want to talk about Steve now? We have to. We have to. God damn. Oh, um, also, before we get to this, did you want me to talk about the, the future like villains who I think it could be? Or do you want to wait After until... After Endgame. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. At the end. Okay, go. <laughs> go! <laughs> we will. It's our podcast. Good! Thanks, Dane. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Okay. Um, give, give it a go. Giving a go is a coded singer. Giving a go is a coded oh, singer. Okay. Are you going to give it a go? We're not doing this on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, so the whole thing with going back in time in the first place was that they needed to eventually destroy the stones. No, they needed to bring them back. <sighs> but then also destroy them again. No, they had to put them back in place in, in the same, like, 
after they brought the stones. Oh, the, like before they yeah. took they them back. They had to bring them back to the point Sorry. where they returned, where they, where they stole them. them. But yeah. so they get destroyed again. Like yeah. in the end. So they end up yes. yeah. with Thanos again. Yeah. 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 Sorry. We're all on the same page. Yes. So. Time travel, man. Oh, it's so convoluted. <laughs> I can't fucking, stand it. I don't know what's been fucking me up about this so hard is I don't know if like this was something that Steve made no one come with him back in time or they just didn't have enough pin particles or what but steve just decided to put all of the stones back himself yeah he didn't want to bring anyone else with him and just think and i'm like what the fuck like who made that decision and after watching it obviously it was him and that just breaks my heart you know and it's cool to think that when he returned the soul stone he saw red skull i know true Anyway, so he goes back in time and Bruce says this will be like five seconds for us, but he, he can take as long as he needs. Yeah. He just needs to meet the window coming back. Mm, and he doesn't. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So they go to bring him back and he's not coming back. And Bucky's just kind of like sitting there like, what the fuck? Sam's screaming. He's like, Bruce, Banner, get him back, get him back. Like, where is he? Yeah. And then you just see this little person sitting on a bench looking out at the lake. Ugh. And you're like, what in the fuck? But when I first saw it in the movie, I thought it was like young Steve, like before super oh. serum Steve. I thought it was, that's what I thought too. That's I was what like, you thought. Did he come back I recognized it instantly. super serum? That's so sweet. And then he turns around and he's old as fuck. And I was like, he's oh, literally, no. he's so old. And then you're just like, oh my God. So yeah. he purposely missed his window to come back so he could go and have his dance with Peggy and oh. have a life. And he got married. Yeah. And it's so happy, but it's just so like, I was not prepared to lose both Tony and Steve in one movie. I was thinking it was going to happen. I, I, I didn't want to believe it, but... I was not prepared. I honestly was not. I knew that both of their contracts were up after this movie. Yeah. And I was like, the fact that everyone's talking about these contracts makes me think that they just renewed one of them and didn't say anything. That but was my at the idea. same time, I went into it like, we can totally lose both of them. Yeah. And then Tony dies, and then the movie's ending, and I'm like... What the fuck? <laughs> Why am I the only one dead? Oh my God. Steve, though. <sighs> yeah. So he goes back and has his life with Peggy. And literally, Sam, like... So, anyways, Steve passes the mantle over to Sam. So mm. he's now the new Captain America, which I really like, but some people don't anyway. Some people are really Well, because, I mean, it. the thing is, I think comic purists um, are going to think, oh, it should have been Bucky. And you know what? I get it. Guess what, fam? But the, the problem with that... Here's, here's the thing, is that... In the MCU, the Bucky doesn't have a good track record with the world right now. Yeah, no. And he's in hiding, so he they don't. He just came back from Wakanda. Yeah, like... so and they don't, and the government doesn't know that that T'Challa was hiding him in, in Wakanda. He was keeping no. it a secret, so they don't know where Bucky is at this moment in time. No. And if he were to become Captain America, people would riot. Oh yeah. My reasoning for not minding Sam being the new Captain America over Bucky is just because with all the shit that's Bucky that Bucky has been through, I don't think he's ready to be Captain America. I don't personally think he thinks that he deserves to be Captain America. And like, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but I think he deserves some time for some self reflection, some self discovery, some definitely chill time. Like he's been through. He's been through some lot. He's been through a lot. He fell off a he fell off a train. He was brainwashed by 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 Hydra. He was. He lost his identity. And, and Sam, Sam has tactical army training, too. It's yeah. not like he's some, like, like smo off yeah. the street. You and know what I mean? Plus, if you think about it, too, Winter Soldier Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame was building up for so the relationship long. between Sam and yeah. Steve. Yeah. So it was interesting that that... And I'm excited because his suit in the books is toy! Like, it is... <laughs> 
Um, we have to do an ASMR episode. I'm just saying. Like, I yeah. hate myself for it, but when I whispered into the mic, I was like, that sounded so cool. Yeah. Fuck. But, um, but yeah. so what I was saying, so he's <laughs> he hands the shield over to Sam, and you see that he has a wedding band. Mm. Oh! Or Sam, a ring. Yeah. A wedding, a wedding band. band. Wedding ring. That's what it's That's called. That's what it's called. Yeah. Dane. That Go was ahead. really quiet. I heard it. <laughs> anyway, um, so he hands it over, and Sam notices the ring, and he goes, you want to tell me about her? And he thinks for a minute, and he goes, no, I don't think I, I will. I don't think I will. I love that. So, yeah. And do you know what else is heartbreaking, though? The fact that he came back alone means that he lived his whole life knowing when Peggy was going to die yeah. and sat at her fucking deathbed with her again. Yeah. Yuck. Again! Yeah. And it's and it's. Really, Are you kidding and, me? And you gotta think about it, like after she, that meant since it's an alternate timeline, but it still has the same past as the MCU timeline. I know. That meant that he had to kind of stay in the shadows when mm-hmm. young Steve Rogers was seeing old Peggy Carter, and then he had to be like, "Listen, young me's gone. I'm here for you." And then she passed away. He was there at the funeral, but maybe he wasn't there at the funeral because young Steve was there. Time travel. I know. Literally. I know. I don't. Also, and then he went back to the present. Yeah, since we're bringing it back to the time travel thing, uh, the other note about Tony's whole jam with not picking the choice until it was given to him was the other thing that I was, like, really strong about is that not only does he not want his family to lose, but he doesn't want Morgan to grow up without a father. Yeah. And that was a big stick. And the fact that he saw his father in that movie and his dad was like, man, you know, I wish I was just there more for my son. I was like, ah, you're uh, there right now. Oh, my How God. You know what be cool? I'm kind of hoping that Peter kind of, like, becomes an older brother to her. Oh, they they better. I hope. They better. I know. Oh, my God. I want Happy and Aunt May to get together. That's my, like, end game for that. <laughs> so, That's my end game. <laughs> first of all, Marissa Tomei is way out of Happy's League, just saying. Uh, Stop. <laughs> Come on. I'm just saying. Secondly, um... So, you know that boy that was at Tony's funeral oh my God. in the movie? Yeah. yeah. Iron Man 3 boy. Iron Man 3 boy. Did you see Iron Man 3 with all the suits? The one where he has like a million suits oh, and yeah, Pepper Potts almost dies? That was the one where James and I went together and we got wicked drunk throughout the movie. Oh. I don't particularly remember the end of the okay. movie. So, he crashed. I know there's like a big like Well, fucking... no. The, the kid was in like more the middle. He crash lands in this random like winter place on one of his suits because it malfunctions and he's like, what the fuck? He ends up meeting this dude in this random garage okay. and he's like the cutest little kid ever. Little potato gun. And they bond so hard. And he's at his funeral. Yeah, he older. comes to the funeral. I've already you decided know, I need to rewatch it, Iron Man three anyways. It's yeah. it's funny because when I told Morgan that, she, her response was, "How the fuck would anyone know that?" And I'm like, "Well, I knew that." And she says, "Well, okay, how the fuck would normal people know that?" Yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> literally, I bet you any money people are like, "Who the fuck is that boy?" And every diehard fan is like, obviously, that's the dude from Iron Man. Well, actually. An extended universe. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Hold on. Were there any other points about Endgame? Just one more. Cool. So uh, the Russo brothers uh, were asked by – somebody asked the Russo brothers if the Infinity Stones were really destroyed. And they said to them – Yeah, and they said they were destroyed on an atomic level, but they're – essence is still around you can't get rid of atoms yeah also anyone that is like what's it called familiar with marvel knows that no things die and come back come back all the fucking time it's comics like you know 
I don't. That's what I hate about them sometimes. Yeah. Death is. I mean, aside from Uncle Ben, Gwen Stacy, and and Karen Page, like it's just. Why'd you gotta bring that wow. one in? Wow! 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 That's fresh. That's so okay. That's anyway. fresh. The show's also, canceled. Spoilers. Yeah, I, I don't think she finished it, it. Yeah. No. You no. spoiled it for her. She didn't. She doesn't die in the show. It's just she dies in the books. Anyway. So. That is like three series removed from this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a fun couple of little things that I wanted to comment on. Hmm. The first thing was, so in the first Iron Man movie, when Tony says, I am Iron Man, hmm. that original line was improvised by yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. It was also improvised in this movie because Ugh. the line before that is Thanos saying I am inevitable again. Yeah. And I read a thing today that said for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks the Russo brothers went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth because they knew Tony had to say something because he was a character who lived and died by quips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like he has to say something. What does he say? Mm-hmm. And literally in like a script reading or something at one point like while they were close to filming, he was just like I am Iron Man. And they were like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Fuck. So that's fun. RDJ is literally Iron Man. Literally Iron Man. He is. It's, it's weird, too, because <gasps> before they casted him in the first Iron Man film, um, I mean, Robert, uh, t- see? Yeah. Tony Stark mm-hmm. is like, you just, you're, you see Tony Stark. But then when they casted Robert Downey Jr. as as Iron Man, now whenever I read a book that has Iron Man in it, all I can think about is that's that's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. He's Tony Stark. It's, it's the same thing with Chris Evans as Steve Rogers. He's he's Steve Rogers. He's so perfect to play Captain he's America. Looks it. And can I just say, on the illustration, that's America's ass. That's America's ass. <laughs> that made me laugh so fucking hard that he walks in. And he's just like, man, that suit never did anything for your butt. And I'm like, this is fan service to the nth degree. Yeah. Because everybody loves Cap's butt. Literally. Okay. <laughs> I got to talk about my two favorite moments. I know exactly. Where this I know which one it is. So my first favorite moment with Cap was when he's <laughs> fighting yes! his other self. <laughs> yes. And they're fighting. And then the other guy goes, I can do this all day. And he goes, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> like, he's just so done with his own bullshit. That was, like, pre-medicine, or pre-actual line. Yeah. 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 So that, like, makes me laugh so hard. I know. And, like, that whole fight was the best. And literally, I was talking to Dane about this the other day. It's like, he knows he can't outfight himself because he's a fucking great fighter. Yeah. yeah. He's, so he, he's one of the best himself. fighters next he to He had to outsmart himself. So he had to be, like... Bucky's alive. And he knew the other him would be like, what? <laughs> and it worked. My second favorite moment was when Calf was worthy oh to hold Milner. Oh. When he winded up Milner and smacked Thanos in the face, it was just like a nice clean, And then like, he used his shield yeah. and used oh, struck that, that light again. I was like, you're using both of them? You what? hear our excitement right now. Uh, my other favorite moment that I thought you were gonna mention was in the fucking elevator scene because we oh, all, yes, yeah, we all we thought, all, and like everyone knows that elevator yeah, scene from fucking Captain America. And the second he's in it's that elevator, best. you're just like, oh come on, Cap, fucking fight him, fucking, fucking fight, fight him. him. And that dude next to him is also fish fish, and he just looks over and is like, Dane, you son of a fucking bitch, you stole my thunder. What do you mean we didn't sink? She I know. I wanted to whisper it, you dumb cunt. Yeah, also Cap whispered it in the movie. Yeah, but she isn't Cap. Dane ruins everything. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Peter ruins everything. Ooh. Cry me a river. I can't. I died for you. Oh. I died for you, too. You had no choice. 
Okay. You didn't have a choice anyway, either. So, <laughs> Pale Hydra, fucking smooth as shit. I was Literally. like, yo, Cap. I was ready for Cap to fuck everyone up. I was so yeah. pumped for it. I was like, yeah. yeah, another elevator fight scene. And then he did that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is somehow <laughs> better. Oh, my God. <laughs> my gosh. It was so great. I'll never forget the look you gave me, Morgan. Oh, my God. Just, oh. Dane can- was beside Connor, so it would be a Connor between us. And I just peeked around Connor like, oh. <gasps> Because every time, because before this movie, I was constantly talking about that Secret Empire story. Yeah, with how yep. the comics are right now. Yeah. Well, not right now, but well, where I was at that yeah. point. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Also, so when Cap goes uh, back to deliver the rest of the stones at the end of the movie, and him and Bucky are talking, uh, Bucky, or no, Cap says, don't do anything stupid. Don't do anything stupid until I get back. And, and that's what Bucky said Bucky when says, he went you're to you're taking him. all the stupid with you. That is the reverse of what happened yeah. when Bucky goes off to war it's in great. the first captain. I, I like, knew that. What? Oh, I knew that. So I just, good. I couldn't. So good. They also tossed in a fun little line in the flashback in Endgame when they're flashbacking to 2012. Uh, they make a comment about the Avengers going to lunch and then Asgard after defeating Loki. Yeah. Which sets up the shawarma post credit scene from the first Avengers. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh my God. That's amazing. Yep. Um, the only other thing I had was one question for you, Dane. Yes. What the fuck happened in Budapest? <laughs> what the fuck happened in Budapest? Hawkeye <laughs> and Nat, yo. They're always talking about Budapest. Oh, what the fuck happened to Budapest? Stuff and things. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know if they were, in the books they had a thing. Like a thing? Like a thing thing. Like a thing? So that's what happened in Um, Budapest. So, I mean... Why are they always bringing that up? In Budapest, I believe... I mean... Oh, my God. Wait. In Budapest, (laughs) I know that they were hinting... I think they hinted at it in the first Avengers because you see a clip of (laughs) of them in a mission, I believe, in Budapest. Uh So either A, they were talking about how badass they were in a fight in Budapest, or or B, how badass they were at fucking... (laughs) How badass they were at fucking. That's kind of funny because the thing I screenshotted to remind me of it is the scene from the first Avengers. And Nat's like, just like Budapest all over again. And Hawkeye's like, you and I remember Budapest very differently. Lol. <laughs> well, I guess we'll never know because Nat's dead. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. <laughs> Oh, one other line that I really liked, which I forgot. Um, so anyone that knows me in real life knows that I fucking hate Ant-Man. Love Paul Rudd. Hate Ant-Man. Uh, but he was really good in Endgame. I have to admit, he was, he was good. He was you know, very good in Endgame. And one of my favorite lines of the whole movie was when he was like, so Back to the Future is just bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> right? I love how genuinely upset he is about it. It's like, what the fuck? You know. I, the one thing I was really, really looking forward to seeing this movie with you guys was just to see how you guys would react to the fact how pivotal Ant-Man was in this movie. And I think another reason why you guys liked him a lot in this movie was how he was written in this movie. Yes. Because in Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp, the writing isn't the best. No. Especially in Ant-Man and the Wasp. No. I like the writing in Ant-Man more than I do in the writing with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Fuck that movie, But dude. Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's it just... It one. makes no the sense. The writing isn't the best. And <laughs> there's so many plot holes in Ant-Man and the Wasp. It makes no sense. You know, just We're so not many. talking about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll get but so again, I think that's why you guys like <laughs> Ant-Man more. 
He's much in better in a group with a, co- a group. Oh, cohesive plot. Yes. <laughs> it's also good but, you for know, him. I, I was looking forward to it because I was like, they're finally going to see a more, like a better reason why to go into the quantum realm. Yeah. You know, I mean, instead of just being like, I get it. Like, let's go save my wife who's been in the quantum realm for 30 years and probably didn't eat or drink and probably just fed off energy. Fucking science mom alien. Now yeah. she's a superhuman. Who knows? I don't know. But oh, wait, Thanos still killed her. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, so that movie, dude. <laughs> do any of y'all have any other points about Endgame? I think I'm Endgamed out. Yeah. That's yeah, I think that's it. You get it. to go see it again today. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna see it again today. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna ball. I'm gonna ball like yeah. a little baby, like a little baby. Oh, mm. the other thing yeah. that I saw was uh, I'm I'm really liking these uh, Endgame spoilers with no context posts. Yes. Yeah, they kill me. Someone shared one that was uh, an Endgame spoiler with no context, and it was a screen cap of the scene from The Lion King when Mufasa dies, and Simba's trying to get him back up, and I was like, Ah, oh, Tony and Parker. Yeah. yeah, that made me real sad. You know, with the whole Tony and Parker thing is awful, too, because it's like the five years later at the time jump, Tony's still fucked up about Peter dying. Yeah. Still fucked up. He died in his arms. He's so gray. His hair is so gray. Yeah. <laughs> I I liked the fact that he had a picture with him with his scholarship. <sighs> so cute. I couldn't. Anyway, <sighs> did you have another point? Um, How did you guys feel about Nebula? Okay, quickly, real quick. This is the last thing, and then... When they fucked up the time stones at the beginning of the movie, I was like, what the fuck? How is this going to happen? And then they were like, time heist. And I was like, dope. This is just going to be a fun time heist movie. They're going to find all the stones, go on shenanigans, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then fucking Nebula, they're like, hey, did you forget the fact that this bitch is half computer and time travel doesn't really compute with that? Yeah. Hmm. So that was really cool. The character development on her side of like, choosing to stay with and help the avengers was really really cool yeah and just the fact that like ah that's just so fucking smart and i couldn't get over it i think it was messed up too when when you see her herself from 2014 how psychologically (gasps) damaged and i didn't realize how much more robotic she had become in the movies because when she has those extra like face plates and stuff i'm like i didn't realize that they had added those on Mm -hmm. but then you think about it and you're like that's Fucked. It's fucked. And Thanos did that all Thanos to her. Did yeah. Because he wanted to improve her. And it was stuff that was happening over the movies that you didn't even notice. Yeah. And then they bring it up and you're like, everything's coming full circle. Oh. Yeah, no, the Nebula thing, I really liked how they played that out. That was out. so yeah. smart. I was happy with I'm, it. I'm also curious how 2014 Gamora is going to be in the present. Oof. Yeah, that's interesting. Cause uh, so she's just like on the lamb now, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Cause she's kind of, she's trying to find herself. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> wait, oh, so there's a chance that she can be with Peter again. Maybe. Chance. But I think that's they're looking for her now, aren't they? Yeah, they're looking for her now. But that's the thing. Like this Gamora at that point in time, it's completely different. It's completely different. She doesn't understand who Peter is as a person. To be fair, she took like close to two full movies to even warm up to Peter anyway. Yeah. So, so like in two more movies, they'll be they'll be together. It's oh fine. my god! Wait, I remember my favorite line. I really picked that guy. Well, it, your choices were that or a tree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what if, what if Gamora is gonna go back home? Become the new Thanos? No, 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 no. I mean, like her oh, home, her home. planet, yeah. the planet that Thanos destroyed. That would be really nice and wholesome. I don't know. I doubt it, though. She'll probably want to be an independent fighter. 
Or if she does go back, it, she'll probably go back and it'll be like decimated and it'll make her sad and she'll yeah, leave. <laughs> life yeah. will probably be gone and yeah. she'll be like, wow, Thanos is a shithead. Well, on this note. So where do you think the MCU is going to go for the next phase? Okay, so <laughs> I have, I have, th- when, a- sorry. You want to make a sentence? Um. So, okay. So when it comes to America. Captain America. Yeah. So now that Sam is, is Captain America, the one thing I want to see is I, I want to see, aside from the fact that he's going to have to get used to wielding that mantle, I want to see the people at first not like it. And I want them to get adjusted to seeing who this Captain America is. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the greatest thing about Captain America is his symbol. Because anybody can wear that shield. Yeah. You know, it just it just depends on who you are. And this is the first, like, big switch yeah. for it. So I think that'll be really pivotal to that character. Yeah. Well, Same basis with Spider-Man. It's like, anyone can wear the mask. And anyone. realistically, like, with Steve, not everyone liked him at first. No. Especially no. his fellow warriors. They were like, dude, you're a fucking joke. Like, yeah. get out of here. And then he just bossed his way to the top. Yeah. yeah. I have no trouble believing that Sam will boss his way to the top. Um, no problem. If, if they're going to bring... A villain into the fold for him. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Zemo again. Because I do want to see him actually try to make more damage. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because in the books, he creates the Masters of Evil, which is just an evil organization that he creates. And I would love to see that. Um, But maybe even just have it be him and and the people. You know, don't really have a villain, but just have... Have the symbol be an an antagonist, too. I think there needs to be some sort of, like... Conflict? Something for him to overcome. Yeah. There needs to be something to prove to everyone that yeah. he's legit, right? Definitely. Yeah. That's what, even with Cap, like, it wasn't a huge villain, but, like, he saved a whole fleet of soldiers that they weren't going to go back yeah. for by himself. Mm-hmm. That was something that he just had to prove, right? Yeah. And I think that he needs something. If they were to if they were to do Hydra again, okay, but, like, Hydra's just no. a small faction now, and it's just kind of... They're just kind of in hiding. The thing is, I don't think Hydra is going away. No, they're no. staying. They're staying, and I don't think if they don't do Hydra in the next movie, I will A, be surprised, but B, it's going to come back yeah. eventually, and it'd that's be, just how it is. It'd be cool if... Maybe this is kind of copying the Winter Soldier aspect. It'd be cool if, since Falcon is the new Captain America, what if Hydra tries to present their Captain America? Yeah. But through the Hydra ideology. Yeah, but I mean that's like you said, it's kind of copying it's kind of repetitive. Soldier. Um, with with Thor, I'm excited that he's going to be part of the Guardians. Yes, that I'm has so the excited to be so good because it it fits. It's so Thor fits. Ragnarok really showed that he can spread out. You know, and instead do, of just like the being comedic, stuck, yeah, like... instead of having him be stuck in the in the. Ten re- or the nine realm aspect. Mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth was a big part in Thor being so funny in Ragnarok. Yeah, Him yeah. And the new director. Mm-hmm. And Infinity War proved that, like Thor specifically, and the rest of the guys have a really good chemistry. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm very stoked. Um, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with the whole Iron Man thing. I think they should just leave it alone for now. They're Let it be. Have a- to. And I think when it comes down to it, they're gonna Morgan will eventually grow up. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> and um. <laughs> Um, and eventually she'll probably take up the company for Stark Industries, but I would love if she would become Ironheart, 
even though that's Riri Williams's character or identity. Hmm. And Riri Williams in the books, uh, she's pretty much a, a very intelligent person that Tony Stark has been keeping an eye on in the books. And after he goes into a coma and creates a, an AI that has his consciousness inside it, uh, it kind of helps her go through the ropes of being Ironheart and building her own suit and everything. That would be so cool. Yeah, so I would kind of, I would love to see that, but have it be Morgan and have a AI of Tony. Because they're gonna probably do a time AI jump Daddy. for the new phase, Definitely. right? So if they do a time jump of like six years, she'll be twelve. That yeah. might be, that Who might knows? be early enough to start her on the process. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Panther. So they've oh. already announced they're doing a Black Panther two. Yes, I'm so um, stoked. And I, I think will be Wakanda forever. I think would be really cool, is um. Two possibilities. One, I would want to see White Wolf as a villain, mm-hmm. because White Wolf in the books is actually pretty interesting. He's, he isn't Waka- He isn't from Wakanda. He's uh, a British. Uh, he's he's British, and he ends up. I think his him and his family crashed in Wakanda, but his family died. But uh, T'Chaka took him in as his son as his adopted son mm. but since he's white and he isn't considered true wakandan people don't acknowledge him in their country yeah and he's considered the white wolf and the white wolf he's in charge of uh like pretty much black ops wakanda like shit mm-hmm. yeah and he wants to take over the throne because he feels like he does a lot of sacrifice for his people well, even though his he, father's the king so yeah it's his birthday. and even though he isn't one of them he's one of them i really want that but i feel like Given the backlash from the first Black yeah. Panther, that has the potential to be really heated. Now, the other possibility, Craven the Hunter. Comes back? No, like, Craven uh, the Hunter is a Spider-Man villain. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of um, um and what's dude from the first Black Panther. A- yeah, oh, I can't think of uh, Eric Killmonger? No, no, the or, white dude. Oh, Ulysses Claw. That's it. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's his arch nemesis. Yeah. One of the only two white dudes in the um, movie. <laughs> but I think it'd be cool if they did Craven, because Craven's whole aspect is that he's trying to find the ultimate prey. He's already hunted Ooh. everything. Yeah, he's already try- He's already hunted everything on Earth, and he's bored. Black Panther sounds pretty. And Black hard Panther to punt. be the perfect. And then have did a train punt. I don't know. <laughs> um, and have him if he if he loses to Black Panther. Have him go to Spider-Man, which would have him be perfect for a third Spider-Man film. Have Craven be the next villain. See, I like the Craven idea, and I also like the White Wolf idea. I just think Black Panther's too early in its origin to yeah. start White Wolf. I think White Wolf needs to come later. Yeah, but definitely. I like yeah. I like White Wolf. Though. A lot of people are also saying that uh, Namor will be the antagonist for Black Panther two, and he's pretty much he's pretty much Marvel's Aquaman. He's just. <laughs> He's 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 called Namor the Submariner. He's 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 the king of Atlantis. Um, and I believe that him and Black Panther don't have a good niche. Um, I hope to see more Hulk stories, but I I doubt it. Uh, Spider Man. Who? Okay, I'm 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 not I'm gonna try to oh. not go on a big tangent Please as already don't. it is. Um, I think would be really interesting to see in the Spider Man world. Is since Stark Industries is kind of not decreased, still pretty high up as a as a big conglomerate. I would love to see Oscorp compete, but don't have Green Goblin. Just show Norman Osborn. Just be Norman Osborn, and don't even hint at him being the Green Goblin. Just have him be a competitor, um, to try to take up 
because remember he's selling the Stark Tower or the Avengers Tower. I'm making this face not because I'm confused about what you're saying, but because I'm confused as to why Spider-Man's story has anything to do with Stark Industries and Elcorp. Well, okay, so, well, mainly I want to see, I want to see Peter recover. Yeah, um, and apparently go to London. But yeah, I, I, when it comes, <laughs> I to think he's talking about after Far From Home. No, yeah. I know, I know. Um, I think when it comes to the context of Peter, I definitely want to see him, like you said, recover. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't want him to be lovable Spider-Man. I want him to be damaged hard Spider-Man. For a bit. It's gonna be like a revamp. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be hard for a bit. I want to be hard. I gotta keep it in. <laughs> You're bad. That's what she said. Oh god. Um, I want him to be hardened. I'm yeah. sorry for a little bit. And Not I think much would be really better, cool I... with Mysterio. I want to revamp a Spider-Man three. Yeah. I want that. I want them to make like a funny little like nod at that dumb little dance thing that happens. Yeah. I want it so bad. No. I want it. You no. should. You should watch Into the Spider Verse. I did. I haven't seen it. We'll watch it together. What the fuck? It's really good. It's really good. Like, I, they, really good. They hinted I, at, at that dance with in that in that movie. I don't know. There's so much fucking going on. I uh, I didn't not see it because I didn't want to see it. No, I just I never figured. never got around to seeing it. Yeah, um, it's really good. But yeah, so. I, I, I would love to see Mysterio, since he's the master of illusion, I would love to see him unintentionally fuck with Peter's trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. That would be really good. <gasps> I didn't even think about the yeah. fact that, that fucking Mysterio's a villain for this one, and he's coming out of this? Yeah. Oh. So Mysterio's a villain for Far From Home? He is. Yeah. Damn. Oh. Yeah. Jakey G. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> And again, like the people are saying that Sandman and Hydra Man and, and Malta Man are in this movie. That's a lot of men. That's a lot of men. <laughs> yeah, but we need more in my opinion, I'm I men. I definitely think True. they're just illusions created by Mysterio to make him look like the hero. Oh, okay. Because you haven't seen the trailers yet, have I've you? I've only seen one. Okay. Have you seen any of the trailers? I've only seen one. Oh. Okay. Mm. I'm willing to watch other ones. Spicy spice. Yeah. <laughs> I um, really like watching the trailers to movies like this and then talking to Dane about what he thinks the movie's going to be about to see like what he says lines up with yeah. what I'm seeing in the trailer. It's really fun. Either A, it's that, or B, it's they're actually the villains, but they're being manipulated by Mysterio for a specific reason. Yeah. Because in the books, uh, Mysterio was originally framing Spider-Man so that he can look like the hero. Yeah. I kind of really like that because the, the trailer gave away some stuff that I was like, yeah. That seems weird, but now what um, you're saying, I'm like, oh. Another thing I want, I would love to see the Sinister Six. Yeah, they were hinting yeah. at that. Because yeah. Vulture is already established. Shocker is already established. <laughs> Scorpion's being hinted at. Mysterio, that's already four yeah, of two. I and would it. be really sweet, in my opinion, since Tombs is protecting Peter's identity from Scorpion and everything. Um, I think the best way to have the Vulture be part of the Sinister Six, who, if, if Doc Ock is brought into the mcu which mm-hmm. please um <laughs> it'd be sweet to have him blackmail tombs and saying i have your family and if you don't give me your uh spider-man's identity we will kill your family so yeah. have tombs have a reason just like he did in homecoming mm-hmm. to be part of it to protect his family yeah so i have a couple points about that and then we should probably wrap it up so with spider-man uh, a, now i know why you want oscorp in there because you want sinister sticks so that makes sense um yep. B, I think I said A, whatever. Um, I think um, the Sinister Six, the Sinister Six, six. 
would be amazing because they already hinted at that in the Amazing Spider-Man series. And they didn't execute it right. And but we were still pumped. We were pumped. We were pumped. But yeah, anyway. Um, um, but the thing with Doc Ock being in the MCU, I'm really afraid they're gonna fuck it up because Doc Ock in Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Two was gold. He was perfect. That was the best Doc, the yeah. best Doc Ock. Perfect. You know they can't they can't beat it. Um. Okay. So <laughs> I think for the main villain, like kind of like Thanos level. Yeah. Because I know they're gonna have villains for the other Avengers films, but they're gonna hype up a main one for yeah, phase for sure. four through six. Yeah. Um. So I have three. So the first one, I think. Uh, a good way to get like a bigger character would be Galactus. Oh yeah, because his origin's pretty sad, because his universe existed before the Big Bang, right? And when the Big Bang happened, his universe was destroyed, Ooh. and he was the only one somehow that survived. Hmm. And because of that, he has to feed off planets in order to live. Interesting. Hmm. So it's like he doesn't really have a choice. He has to yeah. eat whole planets. And chomp, chomp. and his messenger is the Silver Surfer. <gasps> oh, because yeah, so, Fantastic Four is bringing into the MCU. Yeah, yeah. So, so that would be a cute yeah. tie-in. So what'd be cute. interesting for the Silver Surfer is that whenever he goes to planets, that he basically saying like, "Listen, get the fuck out. My boy Galactus <laughs> is going to eat your planet. <laughs> my You're going to die. Deal with it." Um, damn. So that'd be cool. And then, <laughs> um, so that'd be cool. Another option would be Annihilus, and Annihilus is actually a pretty sweet villain too. So, Annihilus is this insectoid being that lives in the negative zone. Mm. And the negative zone is, is, a, is another universe. And apparently, in the Marvel Universe, it's an older universe than the Marvel Universe. Hmm. So, and it, since it's much older, it's, it's also uh, stretched out to the point that it's done stretching out. Oh. The Marvel Universe has, still is going. still expanding, yeah. while now that the negative zone has uh stretched out it's decreasing and it's collapsing on itself oh and um think of like think of our universe th- like the big bang negative zone's the big crunch <laughs> big crunch <laughs> big crunch big crunch um so crunch never gonna refer to it as anything else <laughs> right? big crunch. um and there's not that much life in the negative zone and annihilus is the ruler of it and his one fear is death and he doesn't want his universe to collapse. So he's always constantly destroying anything that could potentially just kill him. Mm-hmm. And what sucks about the negative zone is that anything that enters into the negative zone that's not from that universe, um, you have to... Um, so, like, let's say the Fantastic Four. In the books, they were the ones that opened a portal to the negative zone. Dummies. So you have to, in order to walk on it, you have to... Um, well, I have it right here because I knew I would forget this part. <laughs> um, you have to reverse your p- polarity on a molecular level. Otherwise, oh. you will disintegrate. Yeah, let me just Damn. reverse my polarity here one sec. Yeah. Sorry. But Reed Richards probably figured out a way to Because he's Reed right? fucking oh, yeah. Richards. He's one of the smartest. <laughs> he has one of the, he's the brightest minds next to Tony Stark. I would love yeah, to bitch. see him in Banner. Like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, So it'd be cool to see a nihilist potentially try to overlap his universe with ours yeah that would be cool um and that would be a good way to introduce the fantastic four because they could potentially open up a portal to that Mm -hmm. um and then this one i think is a definite okay i could be wrong but it makes the most sense kang the conqueror and Mm -hmm. kang the conqueror is from the year 3000 
and he's a time traveler. And we've already been introduced to time travel in Endgame. And Kang the Conqueror, he's pretty much the definition of a time paradox. Because, oh, more time. yeah, and what sucks about him is that if you kill him one way, another version of himself from another point in time is just going to show up. What the fuck? Yeah, he's also really, really powerful. Um, Let's just throw more time shit at them. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a little screwed up. It'll be a little convoluted. Um, and then in regards to the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, I think the Fantastic Four can be introduced pretty easily. Mm-hmm. They need to take their time with the X-Men. Yes. They need to really take their time. Now that I know that X-Men is going to be part of the MCU, I'm not even bothering watching the movies that are already Me neither. No. I never, I mean, honestly... I was never super into it. I, out of all no. the characters in the Marvel U- books, mm-hmm. the X-Men never really interested me. No. I found that... I don't know. People who are listening to this, forgive me saying this, I find Wolverine overrated. We are unapologetic on this show. You know? I just, I find him really overrated because... I agree. He's not the only mutant that has an interesting development. I was going to say, not... He's the least interesting like, of all oh, of them. where fucking... they come from? You know, like... I get fucking hand blades. Get a journal, Logan. I like, thought you were going to say get a job, and I was like, I mean... He's an X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just... and. Get this is going to open so many different <laughs> villains. This is, we're going to have Magneto. We're going to yeah. have Mr. Sinister. We're going to have Apocalypse. But I don't know if they're going to do Apocalypse because they already did that and he was garbage. Yeah. Um. They'll do the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah. And I think if they're going to bring the X-Men into the fold, mm-hmm. I don't want to see Wolverine. I don't want to see Storm. What I want to see, obviously Professor X, but have the OG team from the books, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Iceman, the Beast, mm-hmm. and uh, an Angel. Yeah. Have just the main five. Just yeah. have it just be five instead of fucking ten that we need to see. Damn, yeah. Just... Nightcrawler? Fuck. Yeah, well, Nightcrawler is like the second team because the original team goes into some kind of different reality and Xavier has to make a new team to be like, listen, I fucked up with my old team. You're going to help me get <laughs> my old team, team back. So, oh, And what's Xavier. cool is that when they eventually bring Storm into the fold... In the book, Storm and Black Panther have a thing, and she becomes queen of Wakanda. Okay, you're lucky that wrapped back around. I was about to cut that off so fast, and I was like, no, I'll let the, I'll let the thought finish. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, Doctor Doom would be sweet. Um, a lot of people want him to be the main villain, like the Thanos villain. I'm just like, Tha- Doctor Doom is great, but I don't see him as the one that's going to do it. If they rolled in with an X-Men villain for like the main Marvel villain, I'd be pretty mad. I'll yeah. riot. I think yeah. what they should do mm-hmm. for Doctor Doom <laughs> is have it be a situation <laughs> where... like, What's great about Doctor Doom is that he's in charge of his own country, Latveria. Yeah. So he is able to do anything he wants legally, even if it's illegal. I mean, in his own country. It, yeah. Yeah. So he has a lot of jurisdiction to do whatever he wants because in his mentality, he believes he knows what's best for the universe. Sounds like Trump. Yeah. There's no way he could be a Thanos. There's no. no way. Me neither. What's cool about him, though, is that he Me uses neither. science. Yes, you can't be Thanos, <laughs> Dane. No. no, sorry. I was, I, I was agreeing. I was agreeing. I got stuck in my own warp. Um, I, I, got st- I got stuck in my head. Um, but yeah, what's cool about Doctor Doom is that he's a sorcerer too. Mm. He's a master of science and magic. So, Stop. It'd be, so it'd be cool to have him deal with Doctor Strange, but then have it be a situation too, where in the books he also wears an Iron Man suit. Get the fuck 
out. So imagine if no. imagine if I will walk he out of that ends theater. Up, that'd be cool. I will walk out. Not his introduction, but it'd be cool. Um. But yeah, uh, that's about it. Because I keep if I keep going, I'm gonna go on a tangent more, <laughs> more and more and more. Yeah. And this has probably been more than an hour. Take a guess. Take a guess? Yeah. Hour 45? Ooh, damn. Hour 42. That was real close. Damn it. Yeah. But yes, it has, in fact, been over an hour. (laughs) So we actually really want to thank you, Dane. We've wanted you on the podcast for a really long time. Thank you. I'm actually, I was really excited. We know. It was really (laughs) cute. (laughs) I'm glad to be doing it. And don't worry, you're going to be back. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Wow. Um, I know, right? Is there, like, do you want to tell people where to find you? Like, do you want people to add you on Instagram and shit? Uh, okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what's your Instagram handle? It's, um, it's all, well, okay. It's, it's, it's my name, like, all lowercase, D A Y N E underscore lowercase, all lowercase, S C H W A R Z. We gonna link it. We go, yeah, link it up. <laughs> hey, first of all, I didn't know you had an underscore. That's pretty gay. Well, because uh, I see other people who had it, and I just was like, you know what? I, I just gotta think of a name. Second I'll of all, I'll probably change it. Don't say Z. You're Canadian. Zed. It's Zed. Zed. Z. Zed. Tomato. Tomato. <gasps> to be fair, I actually can't cheer from on this because I also say Z. To be honest, I I Zed. It's not gonna know. it's not gonna really make sense, but sometimes I I say it one way and I say it another. That's worse. I also <laughs> pick away, man. Pick you can't flip flop. Pick it or just stop. Check out. <laughs> can't Check spell out. your own name anymore. Oh my god. Um. So Dane was awesome. We love him. And yeah, we've been friends with him forever. So this was forever. This was something we really wanted to do. A long time coming. Um. Next episode, uh, as we mentioned <sighs> before, we are currently in the process of watching Game of Thrones. Oh. By the time <laughs> this episode is released, the series of Game of Thrones will be done. Like, not even just yeah. the season, the series. The whole so thing. So, we go and do an episode of Game of Thrones. Of course. <laughs> we gotta. We're not a movie show. We're not a movie podcast. We're not a movie show. <laughs> we're a TV podcast. <laughs> exactly. So, tune in next time for that. For way too much talking about that again. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. See you later. Say bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Self-Title Club. To continue to support us, please visit our website at selftitledclub.com for literally everything that we have. There's a link to our bio page, our Facebook and our Instagram, and also all our full episodes to listen to. There's also a contact page which links directly to our email, contact us at selftitleclub.com. Questions, comments, feedback, or general tomfoolery will be accepted. You can also subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app or directly in iTunes, as well as on Google Play Music. And please rate and review us on iTunes because it helps other people find us and it also helps us tailor our content to what you want to hear. We will be doing shoutouts for all the reviews we get, so keep them coming. That's all until next time. This This self-titled club meeting is now adjourned. adjourned.